Welcome back to the On We Talk podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Winter, and I'm joined once again, Mark, Seb, the quote-unquote stepmates boys. I guess that's the best way to describe you guys. But you're not really boys anymore. Yeah, please don't use gendered language. language. Not, not on this. Look, no, don't kick it off with gendered language straight away. There will be a mob coming up. I after. told you it did. How dare you? I told you it did. How dare you? The stepmates people are here <laughs> On the On We Talk podcast, um, <laughs> you guys have been on a long time ago. It was what May tenth last year. It's been a while. Things have changed. Yeah, well, so what? Market nearly twelve changed. months, huh? Yeah. Nearly twelve months, and well, we we probably spoke to you last time when we were we were sort of in like a pit of despair. Um, but after we spoke to you, things mm. just took off. They so started going right. Yeah. I don't know if this maybe just doing this podcast is a real catalyst for us to just getting extra work and being able to uh, pick ourselves up and, and get moving again. So if, if if anything, the last 12 months, we owe it all to you and to the On We podcast. I've I've heard that from a lot of people. Uh, they, they, they come on the podcast and then their career just like takes off. Yeah. Um, You're like, like it's like the, you the, spoke about this last time, the Joe Rogan experience effect. Like this is what happens. It's the Joe Rogan effect. It's the On We effect. That's it. The On We effect. Look, oh, fuck, this is a... <laughs> This is a, this is a mar- this is marketing, isn't it? Look, yeah. this is what's going to get this podcast to take off. But okay, so this time last year, about May last year, you guys were just for a bit of context before we. I look last time we went through the whole story. Nobody wants to hear the same shit over and over again. Nah. But this time last year, you guys had was a little bit after about six months after regular old Bogan had come out on Seven Mate at the channel. Everybody watches. Um, <laughs> ran for six, six episodes, eight episodes. Six. What was it? It was, yeah, it was six. Six long oh, episodes. Minimum, yep. The minimum amount. And I think, I, and like, you know, great story getting it, um, the, the, the pitch, all that sort of shit. And then I remember specifically, and I think it was you, Mark, I think you said like, we're a bit over these characters because you guys have been doing it on YouTube, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and you're re- ready to move on. What's happened since then? A, a lot of things, obviously. Yeah. So it was like, we... Originally, when it was when we were talking to Seven, there was always this this sort of five series uh, idea that we were going to be doing with them. It was always even when the shit hit the fan with the budget, with the schedule, with everything, even through ratings, they were all talking about it's like that's cool, don't worry, the second season will get better, the second season will get better. And then I don't know if it was just COVID or the fact that only four people watched the show. Um, that talk about season two didn't really come up very often, so. Um, we sort of kept asking about it. It's like, do you want to do you want to chat about it? And then it was uh, the conversation just sort of got got pivoted a little bit to, oh, well, we're going to see how it goes internationally first. So we've got to try and uh, we got to try and sell it internationally. So we waited for a really long time for the sales team at Seven to try and actually get out there and and sell it. And then we heard excuse after excuse, really, that it's not really the market now. Uh, Netflix have passed because it's got too much swearing, uh, which is a lie. Uh, they just didn't like it because it wasn't very good. Um, and then, so we just sort of had to sit around and we're like, fuck, what do we do? And we had this sort of, we had a chat at that point. It was like, what the fuck do we do? Do we like, uh, you know, go back to some sort of regular jobs? Do we go on freelance for a bit? Do we try and take a break? And we just took stock and we realized that we, we had a lot of, we had, we had all of our staff still on the books because we were still doing stuff with them. Um, and we had a lot of we had a lot of stuff already there. We had we know how to do the books. We knew how to. We had a network of freelancers and staff as well. We knew how to make a TV show. So during that time, we we sat down and we wrote another uh, another series, a new show um, about Australian animals, something that would be particularly marketable internationally. So we sat down and did that. And then uh, we also opened the doors for some more commercial work. And we pitched ourselves as uh, not just animators, but so we didn't want to be doing just uh, animated explainer videos um, for, for corporate business and all that sort of stuff. We wanted to do something with a little bit more creative juice to it. And we were pretty lucky to pick up a few jobs like that. We got to work with a, a comedian, uh, Craig Miller, to turn his stand up into a, into a little series that we then started pitching on his behalf as well, um, which has gone really well. We had this other concept, Bush Deep, about Australian animals. Um, and we just kept we just keep plugging along. We started the podcast again. Uh, we just kept keeping keeping creatively involved, and and we picked up a few clients here and there. And then uh, most recently, we've picked up uh, a new client, uh, Pauline Hanson of uh, the One Nation Party, and uh, that's our that's our new exciting client at the moment. And that's uh, that's been our that's full time. That's that's all we've been doing predominantly. 
That's crazy. That so let's just go back a second. Pauline yeah. Hansen. Yeah. How yeah. did you guys get Pauline Hansen as a client? Can you just ex- explain that? Well, we sucked a lot of dicks, and you've got to if you want to get into <laughs> politics, right? Like, so you start at the bottom, staffers, advisors, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, they're, gritty, gritty, they're not nice dicks down the bottom. They're not. No, they're they're not. filthy, no, very cheesy, but you've got to do it. But it also, you earn your spurs down the bottom. You and get then, better. Eventually, you just get passed up, passed up, passed off, and then and then you got to suck Pauline Hansen's dick, and then the deal gets done. Hmm. Um, no, it was it was very strange, man. And this is I think this is a good message for any creator. So, how long ago was it? This video, Doctor Spectrum. Oh, it would have been twenty fourteen. So yeah, you're, you're looking at five years ago. We made a video called um, Doctor Spectrum, and it was about uh, an uh, an Indian doctor that was. Um, uh, a, uh, what was he trying? He was di- diagnosing kids with with autism, Asperger's uh, autism, autism, putting people on the spectrum um, to make up for their for their bad parenting. And um, it just so happened that the chief of staff at Pauline Hansen's One Nation actually came across that video six years later, and he decided to put a, a, an inquiry on our website. Which the only reason we had the website built out the way it was is because we were also trying to get extra clients either for explainer videos or creative work. So because we did that, he had an avenue to get in touch with us. And then I went out for a run one day, came home, saw the inquiry and went, get fucked. I like looked at, looked him up, checked the number. And I was like, it's on all these like One Nation press releases. This is bizarre. Um, so I gave him a call. We thought it was a stitch up, by the way. We thought it was someone 100%. from our podcast had been like, oh yeah, this will get the boys. Yeah, this will get them. And then, yeah, so I called him up and... Uh, and I, was, I told him that I thought someone was stitching us up, and it turns out no. Um, we kicked it off because um, he's a really good bloke. He's, his name's uh, James Ashby. Um, really smart, smart political guy. But he's also he's just you know he's foul mouthed, down to earth. Um, he's great chatter as well. Like he just loves it, loves a good chat. Yeah. Um, so we kicked it off, and then we he wanted to he basically wanted a, something that was going to take the piss. Um, wanted a concept that we could teach and educate. Uh, big political concepts in the lead up to the federal election. Um, and we pitched him six episodes of yep. 90 seconds each. We pitched him a series of six and we thought, yep, this is going to be, this is going to be a big one. If we can get this with six episodes like that, that's, that's enough to, to get us to survive for a, a little while. We were between be clients really nice too. To we were between clients. We didn't have any work. So this was already sort of a bit of a godsend. Yeah. Like we've got a couple of animators on the books as well from regular old Bergen days. So we were, we were on the hunt. We were, we were starting to set up uh, Google Ads. We'd done all this work behind the scenes to set up Google Ads just because we were desperate for work. We're like, if we don't keep getting work, then we're just going to have to fire everyone. And, and uh, Yeah, you're job. right. It was like a couple of days before the inquiry came through, I sat down with Sevens like, we need, we need to increase sales. Like, We just need to go out there, feed on the street. We need to get some more clients through the door. Even if it's a couple of animated explainers, this shitty shit, just get it done. We'll get it done. So when the deal, when when this inquiry came through, we're like, yep, we'll pitch them six, we'll go hard. We came up with this idea that, you know, uh, in a classroom filled with crazy politicians, all ranting and raving and throwing spitballs and whatever, and the only sane person in the room was Pauline Hanson, and she'll be teaching the class about, uh, you know, political concepts and, uh, you know, stuff about the Australian election. Um, in the lead up for the federal election, we we sort of gave ourselves some room and we had six weeks before the the actual federal election, which we assumed would be May, and then uh, they loved it. They loved the pitch, and we just kept we, we were joking. We were talking about how the Chinese were going to try and buy the school oval. We had all of these little jokes in there. Um, you know, there was a, a chick in a in a burqa, and she was going to get sent to detention. Um, and we thought like this was a bit edgy, but they it did didn't phase them whatsoever. They loved it. They loved the pitch, and we were like, all right, so here's the price for six. Um, and obviously, there's a little bit of danger money on that because it's it's one nation, and you know it mm. could it could ruin our brand for the rest of time. And they uh, didn't blink an eye at the six, and then turned around and went, "How much for 20? Um You're kidding? So, yeah. So that, <laughs> we nearly fell off a fucking chair at that point. So they wanted twenty, and they wanted to start almost immediately. So um, yeah, we, we had to had, hold him back. We were like, "No, we need a couple of we need to, we need a couple yeah. of weeks. Uh, we need to draw Paul in first. and. Um, so that's what we did for the next two weeks. We're just starting to build assets. And then before you knew it, the, the first episode was dropped. And then we're dropping a, an episode one every single week, 90 seconds long. And pretty much from the outset, it's uh, it's just gone kind of bananas. It's yeah. gone ballistic. We just, we just posted the 15th episode 
Yep. And uh, very exclusive news here on the On We podcast. We've been extended for another seven episodes yeah. as well. Well, and look at that. 20, 27. And, uh, and they've, they've thrown us a couple of other little videos as well. So we're doing, a, we're doing a, a, an explainer video, essentially, on how to vote. And it's not branded as One Nation. It's not, uh, it's not political in any way. It's not trying to convince you to, to vote for One Nation. It's just teaching regular old Australians how to actually vote properly because there's, there's so many people out there that are just either apathetic about voting or just straight up don't vote properly. So um, it's, 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 been a, it's been a cool experience. It's been a really cool experience to sort of know that the Prime Minister is watching our show every single week. Is uh, is pretty fucking crazy. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Considering that is crazy. Um, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, that's what they call the Omni effect, isn't it? You know what? You guys yeah, have that's nothing. The only it's the Omni effect. effect. effect, mate. That's what happened. But did you? So, like, obviously, you know, you guys were like, you know, almost going to be on the streets selling your body. You know, like, you needed some income coming in. But <laughs> was there was there any trepidation because it was working with the political figure at all? Did that go oh, through your heads at all? We definitely talked about it. Because of course you're going to talk about it and you're going to be like, yeah, well, we might lose some friends over this, I guess, if they're very left-leaning. But at the end of the day, we were just like, this is too funny. Well, yeah. This is just... this, And, and the challenge too, like the challenge to make... All right, you got to make Pauline Hanson funny. We were like, that's, <laughs> that's too much. Like... How do you do that? I've, I've said this before as well. It's like it actually took more selling for some of our staff to work on this project than what it did for us to pitch One Nation. Like One Nation yeah. literally didn't take much selling at all. No traditional selling whatsoever. They were in. They liked us. They liked the concept. They knew we could do it. Um, it took more. I took three or four phone calls, like long, deep, emotional phone calls with the staff just to try and get them to go, okay, I'll do it. I'll draw Pauline and I'll draw. It's like, it, it'll be fine. It'll just, most of the time you're going to draw ScoMo shit in his pants. It's going to be okay. Like, we're not going to get you to draw, um, you know, Aboriginals and Asian, Asians in yeah. straw hats. No caricatures. Um, mm. Or at least not initially. Not in the first couple of Not weeks. initially. We'll get, we'll get there. Oh, don't worry. It's coming. It's coming. When you've got 27 ep- episodes to write, yeah, it's coming. We're going to be doing rice fields. It's going to be Asian invasion, kids overboard. It's going to be fucked. It's going to get, it's going to get really hard. Jesus fucking Christ. Was there any censorship on their part, like, at all? Like, was there anything they looked at and went, maybe not? You'd be surprised. Uh, very little. Um, yeah, very little. So so little pushback. There's been a few that were just more uh, strategic. Political. So, you don't um, pick on this guy because he's about to maybe cross the floor for something. Where like, we forward. need him to be on board. Uh, and there's been less about, like, censorship and more, like, Please make fun of this person more than anyone else. Uh, yeah, if you could really, if you could target this person in some way, that'd be great. But they're not pushy about it. They're no, not, they're like, if you can, you can. So they're, they're, one funny thing is that these guys are actually one of the best clients we've ever had. Um, in terms of they pay their bill, like they pay their invoices immediately. Um, yes, they're racist. <laughs> yes, they're, they're they're hella conservative, but they pay their invoices immediately. They do it. It's so good. It's all that matters. Uh, no feedback. Like, not that much feedback. They completely trust us. We've gotten to the point where we don't even send them animatics anymore. Really? really? Like, we send them at the last minute, and we're like, yeah, this is our idea for the episode, and they sort of they get the idea of it, and then we send it, like, 12 yeah. hours before we were about to... Actually... Here's a working example. We yeah. didn't even send them an animatic. They hadn't even seen a script yet. And I'm on the phone with Pauline, and we're remotely recording an episode. And uh, she gets to a certain line, and she goes... Uh, so what's this? What's this? What's this one? What's this line mean? And it was—I think it was about Jackie Lammy or something like That's that. That's right. Yeah, it was and Australia. She was like, "Wait, no, I can't say this. Like that, that, we can't have this joke." And then it was like, got the chief of staff on the phone call. They had like a mini argument about it, and then it was just like, "Guys, please, just just get us the get us the automatic as as soon as you can." So the next week we got it back on time. But then from then onwards, it's just because it's so fast. Um, every single week you. We're constantly working the animatic right up until, even up until we're doing the final animation. Um, it's just such an agile workflow um, that sometimes it's it's so broken we can't send it to you like that because you'll think we're idiots. Um, might as well just wait until the final piece and then see what happens. But to be honest, they haven't they haven't really pushed back much at all. No, um, not other great. than the occasional strategic thing. But um, other than that, anything that was like deliberately 
uh, antagonistic in terms of like could get us in trouble for defamation or anything like that. It was a, the first couple of episodes we had a bit of back and forth, but ultimately they just turned around and went, nah, fuck it. If we get sued, we get sued. If it costs us a hundred grand, who gives a fuck? Um, there was there was a joke about Clive Palmer um, that we had about him spending eighty million bucks. Uh, on his campaign, which is true, hmm. but they only knew that that was the amount back then because they'd had dinner with him a couple of nights before, and uh, so we we put it out in the cartoon. It was like, can I borrow eighty million bucks? And then they actually called Clive and they said, "Hey, do you reckon you could chuck an injunction out? Like, do you reckon you could apply for an injunction just so we could stir up a bit of media? You get a bit of press, we get a bit of press, everyone gets some press." And uh, so that was kind of fun. They were like actively wanting to, to, to try and stir up some, some legal, which was uh, it's just a bizarre world because unlike Seven that was so scared of any, any uh, litigation whatsoever, it was, it's, it's been really interesting to see how it, all, uh, how it all unfolds and how much they absorb and enjoy negative press. They are so immune to negative press that it just fuels the engine. Like it's yeah. good for them. There it's, was that, it's really I don't know if you remember that uh, Pauline was taken off a podcast maybe just as we started, it would have been October, November last year. Mm. And it was real, it was like supposed to be like branded as negative for Pauline. Like no, no one will have her on a podcast, all this sort of stuff. We're talking to the chief of staff. It's like, this is amazing. It's amazing that she was like this person who did the podcast. She was quite famous. I can't remember who it was though. Um, but oh, I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember. But well, that's the thing. <laughs> Jessica Rowe? Yeah, maybe. Something like that. Yeah. But yeah, great. That was great for her. It's, so it's interesting to see how negative press like helps these. Yeah, and we're part of that now as well in terms of getting because some, there's in been terms no other getting some negative press. There'd be no other politician who would like negative press. Like, well, there's not not none, but there's very very little. They all want to be seen as you know good people in the public eye because you know well, they're politicians. They're the ones who want to you know put through all these. Uh, you know, political things. I'm, I'm, I'm blanking on the term off the top of my head. But do you know what I mean? Like, they want to be seen good in the public, in the public eye. Pulling yeah, they do. On... A lot of them don't, like, a lot of them have a base, so they don't want to be, like, they're, they're not after, like, they don't want to appeal to everyone. Like, mm. they, want to, they want to find their base. And if it means getting 100,000 people angry at something and getting written up, written up in the paper, but the 10,000 people that see it, they're like, yeah, I'm for that. You can reach more of those people by creating negative press and then finding the little ones. Like, that's, that's what you're after. And it might, for fear of sounding like a one-nation voter, which I, I want to I I <laughs> kick that off with one quick caveat on that, that, you know, Seb and I are both 100% centrists and consider ourselves pretty apolitical. We don't really care uh, who, who gets up, who loses. We don't really care. We don't get too caught up about I'm in the same any boat. political ideology, right? Um, but when... Fucking One Nation, they haven't had a good run by the media. And every time they, they get mentioned Ever. by the media, it's controversial One Nation leader Pauline Hansen. Uh, whenever she says the word Aboriginal, even if what she's trying to say is actually good, even though she fumbles the words a little bit, even though if what she's trying to say is good, she'll get slammed for it. If you see that in Parliament with Lydia Thorpe just telling her, um, you know, let's make heroes, not victims, and she's talking about responsible economic uh, you know, checks and balances on, on, on legislation like any other piece of government funding, they're getting told that, you know, they're racist, they're racist, they're racist. So the media don't give them a fair go a lot of the time. So when the, when the press um, gives something negative, all it does is really strengthen their base who also agree that the, the current state of the press is also pretty fucked. Um, that's, that, that's their base. They don't, they don't really like the, either the Murdoch media or the traditional left media, Twitter space. They don't like any of it. Um, so when they do get negative press, it really kind of reinforces the base. Yeah. And she, uh, one thing about her too, and again, don't want to sound like a one nation, voter, <laughs> but, um, she's a lot cleverer. She's a lot smarter than you think, than she's, caricatured, than she's caricatured as. We had a call with her the other day and she was bringing up just off the top of her head, like bills that were passed in like 1996 and, and stuff like that. And, and for her age, it's like, Jesus, like how, how are you Almost remembering encyclopedic, that? right? Yeah. yeah encyclopedic it was, knowledge. It was, it was unbelievable. Um, so I imagine that's an asset to her in some ways because I think everyone underestimates her. And uh, there are times when she she really does come across like she gives a fuck. Um, it just uh, sometimes it must be frustrating because um, when you put a camera in front or she stands up in parliament, it's you know even though she might be thinking potatoes, she's spitting out mash. 
And um, yeah, I've never heard that. Phrase. I, I like yeah. that. It's a good analogy. <laughs> it's a good analogy. But no, man, it's been heaps of fun and easily like we've got more eyeballs than what regular old Bogan did. It's got um, press all over the country, even the world. Like it was on the project um, before we even dropped it because it got leaked to the Australians, so it was in national papers. It was on, uh, you know, the prime minister was getting asked about what he what they, what he thought of the the character design. Um, you know, the age came around one day and and did an interview on us and our studio. Um, and the camera guy was quite unfriendly, actually. He was very anti Pauline Hanson. Yeah. And uh, I think he sort of sabotaged us a little bit because he left. We've got we're we're vapors. We vape, mm, of course. But we've got this. This is sort of vape fluid that we've mixed, and um, he he made sure that that was like front and center in the photo. Yeah, we kept saying, "Do you reckon we should get this bottle?" He was like, "No, no, you shouldn't no, be able to it. see it, but we should also leave it. Keep it real. Keep it authentic. You know, just like Pauline." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're kidding. No, no, this is what they'll do. Like, it's it's very fun. It's very yeah. fun. But we don't give a fuck. We don't give a lot of people, like, only, like, yeah, some people are very politically charged and uh, they're the ones that care. But most, I think, for the most part, everyone's like, yeah, it's a bit of fun. Like, it's a... And to be fair as well, it actually hasn't been that bad. I remember when we when we fir- when we we dropped the first episode, it was obviously the big build-up. It had been leaked already. So everyone was assuming that it was going to be really bad. Everyone was ready for it to be really bad, which, if I wasn't making it or we weren't making it, we would have thought the same thing, like, oh, Pauline Hansen's going to be making a cartoon. Fuck me, this is going to be good. Like, this is going to be so bad, it's going to be delicious. And then, so they were gearing up ready for that. So when we dropped the first episode, you could see Twitter, you could see them turn where it was like, they, they were really confused. They had the, you know, they had their, their pitchforks ready, the fires were lit, they were ready to talk about it and about how bad it was and how, how awful it was or racist or whatever. They had none of that because we were pretty careful to sort of circumnavigate around those things. And it was better than they thought it was going to be. We don't think it was great, but it was better than they thought it was going to be. Um, and then you saw a lot of people coming out on Twitter going like, ah, fuck, uh, I laughed. I thought it was all right. Ah, shit. And then sort of like, ah, but confessing. then people would pile onto those and be like, how dare you? Yeah, fuck Normalize off. Pauline and then it, you saw this, like, the change. It's like, no, you can't find it funny. Like, pedestrian liked it. Was it Vice liked yeah, it Yeah, it was first. some the editors. Yeah. And then they got attacked Ooh. by people in the comments going like, you can't like it. No matter what, even if you found it funny, you can't like it. And they were like, yeah, you know what? You're right. We don't like it. I was wrong. I didn't laugh. I take that back. I take it back. I didn't laugh. Um, so they take it all back. And then then we saw Twitter basically make a pact with each other <laughs> across the platform. So, all right, here's how we fix this. We don't ever mention this again. Don't ever. We do not mention it. And when people mention it now, they get told, hey, don't. Stop it. Stop mentioning it. Don't, really? don't bring it up. Um, no hashtags. Don't, don't, just ignore it. But we know by the views, it's getting like half a million views across all the platforms because they split it up across platforms. So it's getting half a million views a week. Um, yeah, across, across them all. Um, so we know it's, we know it's getting out there. A lot of people are watching it. Um, and when we do the more educational episodes, like the one on excise tax, I don't know if you've watched any of the episodes, but the one on excise tax was one where it's not really political. It's just, Holy fuck, I cannot believe that the distillery gets $13 out of a, a one liter bottle of rum. That's what it should cost you, $13. That's with a margin. Like, that's not cost. That's, that's what the distillery get and they're able to survive and grow. That's what Bundaberg get per bottle. Um, that's their margin. When you're paying $50 for it, like $37 worth of it, all goes to the government for them to piss up against the wall. Um, and that keeps getting higher and higher. So when in five years' time, when a bottle of rum is sixty-five dollars or seventy-five dollars, um, you're just you just you're donating more and more to the government to do absolutely nothing with or to go ahead and misspend. So um, when we do episodes like that that are a bit more educational, we you can take the politics aside, and we are just teaching wider concepts, even though it's loosely policy. Um, but we're at least we're we're sort of giving Australians uh, an opportunity to understand in, a, in an entertaining way things that really matter when it comes to the way we, we live in this country. Interesting. So you guys have, you've created a lot of videos for Pauline Hanson. You've made, you know, the episodes of <laughs> Regal Old Bogan and you've made like, you know, all your stuff on the YouTube channel, et cetera, et cetera. Do you guys yeah. have a personal favorite of what a, a video or an episode of something that you have made? Is there something that sticks out of like, this is the thing that I really liked. This is what I really, really enjoyed the, the final product of. Apart from the NWE podcast we did last yes, time. Of course. Yeah, I think that might have been. Apart from that, we're going to take that out of the equation. I'm still chasing that dragon, to be honest. Um, no, I think 
I don't think we, we are constantly in, in, in pursuit of making something that we think is good. Um, everything we've made, although we might be like, yep, cool. Everything we make always feels like, fuck, we made it. Like we just, we just made it. Like we just, we just got there. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. think we've ever stood back and, and gone like, wow, we're fucking, we're really proud of this. And that's lasted for more than half an hour. Um, in all honesty, like or overnight, we'll be fair overnight. You wake up the next morning, you're like, oh, fuck, what did we do yesterday? Shit, that was, that's rubbish. I always feel like our good things and our best things are still yet to come. And I think that's kind of like any artist's struggle is that if you don't have that and you feel like your best stuff's behind you, I think you're kind of fucked. Um, so we're always just, we used to have it on our website that we're just tr still trying to make something that's funny. Um, and we still kind of stand by that. We still feel like one day we'll make something that's good. I'll tell you but what, though, I did, I did stop. You know when you go back and look at your old content mm. and you're like, geez, that's cringe. Yeah. That's, I can't believe, you know, if you're acting on camera or if you did a sketch. I think, because we did a lot of live action stuff before we got into animation, but I feel like looking back at the animation stuff, I, I cringe less. Yeah. So I feel like that was, the, that was the threshold where we started getting a little bit better. Or at least maybe because our faces aren't on it and we're not trying too hard. But um, yeah, Sorry, I've got these little fucking that. bugs in here everywhere. I, I know. My missus has put plants around the house because she fucking wants to make it more lively. And to be honest, they've just... Apparently these plants breed bugs that last like a day and then they die. But during that day, they like, are the most aggravating little fucks. They try and fly into your face. So the whole interview is <laughs> so They don't far. give a fuck. Because they've only got a day to live. They, they, they're just like... They're like kamikaze pilots. Evil Knievels. They just don't give a fuck. They fly in your nostril, evil in your eye. They don't Jesus they're Christ. They're fucked. <laughs> they are. They're fucked. I hate these little cunts. And we they need are. to find a way. We need to get a Venus flytrap or something. Jesus Christ. Um, so I'm a, I'm a boy who lives in a house with boys. And that's it. You know, we just... I've actually had to put um, air purifiers and they're, they're white ones oh, wow. that look like domes. And actually it's funny. I, I posted it on my official on company Instagram and I tagged the guys who made my PC and my business partner, Ben, he commented like, I was cause we're not, okay. I tagged the computer guys cause they were going to give out free shit. I'm like, Oh fuck yeah. I might get like a, I don't like a free monitor or whatever. And he comments, why do you have a fucking white dildo on your fucking desk? And I'm, and I had to message him like, can't, <laughs> I'm trying to, we're trying to get a sponsorship here so we can quit our jobs and do this for a living. You're ruining it, mate. It's not good. <laughs> no, this. no, mate, don't worry. You'll get them. You'll get them. You'll get big white dildos coming at you soon. So you're living, like, the, you're living the share house life with just boys? Well, one boy. One, one boy. It's, 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 okay. it's all right with, with one dude. Well, that's what, I guess that's what we're doing. But uh... Still, plenty of farting, plenty of, plenty of bloke shit going on. Yeah. I've, I've done the share house with like four other dudes and it's not pretty. No, it's I can imagine. Place. I can, like, I can barely live. Like, I remember when my roommate first moved in, and he's one of my, my best mates as well. I remember saying to someone, I was like, fuck, this is shit. He doesn't do this. He doesn't do that. And they said to me, you just don't like living with people who, like, you're not fucking. And then I was like, <laughs> fuck. And so to, sol right. to solve that, I just started fucking my roommate. And then, like, everything just changed. Oh, yeah, 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 that's yeah, great. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the easy solution. No, yeah. Super easy. That's, here's yeah. the thing, though, because if you live with someone, they're either going to be messier than you are or they're cleaner than you are. Mm. And either one's a pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah that's like, true. It's yeah. hard to find someone who's on the same level because they're either telling you to clean something up or you're cleaning up after them. Yeah, you just need – I feel like if I'm putting out an ad for a roommate, like the top thing, I don't give a fuck about anything else. I just want you to be apathetic. Here's <laughs> actually – here's one of the one of the favourite videos I think we've ever done. And it's not because it was a good video, but because it was just a passive-aggressive stab at a housemate. Is that we lived with this guy once. Uh, his name was Ben, and he was a bit of a – He was a fucking slob. He was a slob. And he'd, he'd like, cook something in a pan and then leave the pan on on the stovetop with all the grease and the oil oh, and the bits of fucking sausage. Shit. And shit. And so one day we just, because we were releasing a sketch a week and we're like, all right, let's just make a sketch about how messy he is. <laughs> and it was you. And then we had someone in, st someone stand in for the guy. And then you just like beat them to death with, with the, the frying, frying pan. pans just get filled with grease. And it was and the same frying pan he'd left on the, th it was his mess in the frying pan. And then he, he just had to watch the episode <laughs> that night and it, it was just directed straight at him. Because he cooked, it was his sausages, it was his fat. That's right. It, there was literal, there was half a sausage stuck to the pan. You're kidding. That was my way of, basically, it's passive aggressive to do a sketch. <laughs> Instead of just going, hey, mate, can you clean can your pants? Like, just did a whole sketch. Just, you know what, fuck it. We'll, we'll tell you publicly. We'll, we'll, we'll own it publicly. I think we even called the character Ben in the episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was like, Ben, did you cook these snacks? <laughs> did, did he realise it was about him? Surely. 
Yeah, he was a bit sulky. He was also a pot smoker, so he was <laughs> like he would avoid he would avoid um conflict conflicts yeah. when he was high and he'd just be grumpy during the day. So you just hear grumbles and grumbles and he'd just go to the toilet, take a shit and leave. Um so that was the sort of relationship that we had. So he was a he was a piece of shit and I wish him nothing but the worst. I've never met a good Ben. Never in my life. <laughs> That's a good point. It's true. That and a Troy. I don't think I've met many good Troy. No, I've never met a good Troy. Uh, I, yeah. I knew a Troy from school and um so the rumor was in year five that I sucked his dick from Minty. Don't know how this happened. It was like a camp or some shit. Anyway, I know it's very funny, right? So I like how you're real defensive about no, it straight away. It didn't like, happen. I don't no, it didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. I'm starting to believe it now. No, it wasn't from Minty. But we got to like year eleven, and like the a killer pipe. They, they would still go on about the rumor, and he's like, "Yeah, he did it," and I'm like, "Can't. I didn't suck your dick." He's like, "Yeah, you did." I'm like, "Troy, no, I didn't." <laughs> And it, he started to believe. He started yeah, to buy exactly. It. It's like, and he's he's this skinny, freckly fuck. And I'm like, I, no, I didn't chuck your little little knob, mate. And not for a minty. Not for a minty. Not for a fucking minty, just to make me teeth stick together. But like, as a kid, if I'm, he's if he's telling the story though, that's you know, that's hard to deny. It is hard to deny. Take it as a compliment, I guess, mate. It's like it's a small. It was a small price to pay, and he was he just wanted to promote to everyone that you sucked his dick. Look, well, my, my like as a child, as a teenager, my um my defense mechanism was self-deprecation. So I used to go, oh, and I never got the minty. So I don't think that really helped the story <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it still owes me a minty, yeah. that can. That's so good. <laughs> in fact, in uh, well, there you go. It's been Troy stories. Troy stories. Troy stories. That's Troy stories. Troy, Troy stories. What a segment. That's a great segment. That is, that is a good segment. segment. Um speaking of um nothing that we had that we were talking about but i was thinking about before with you know animation etc cetera, etc cetera, and smiling friends just came out on adult swim it's michael cusack um and it's sucker pebbles have you guys watched much any of it all of it i've watched all of it yeah 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 it's great i fucking love it did you what do you think great really good it's really better yeah, than really i good, better great. than i thought it was gonna be me too yeah yeah me too uh, Mark's still getting around to watch. Yeah, I can. It. I, I, I can I, tell I, he's I, just I, he's I, sitting there in silence, like, uh, uh, what? haven't had time. Haven't, haven't had uh, time. Um, no, that guy's really coming into his own. You know, it's a shame. No one seems to recognize him out, like in Australia. The guy should be like being paraded down the street. Absolutely, he's like not many people fucking break out of Australia. Like I can no. think of in terms of filmmakers and animators, like James Wan is the only guy that comes to mind. Um, the guy that did Legally Blonde. <laughs> Who else? We, I mean, like the big like Australia will not adopt any creator until they've they've made it in the states so much so that you know the states just want to call them theirs and then we'll immediately try and just call them back. It's um we just have we have tall poppy syndrome here in Australia. We do not we do not support creators. But we we've, we've got a mate as well. He he just well I went to film school with him. Um, he just directed a film called Till Death with Megan Fox. Um, first time director, like Australian guy, our age, um, and just absolutely nothing. Is I don't know right? if they didn't catch wind of the story or, and I was telling him, I was like, dude, you need to get in like touch with people. Cause this is like fucking massive. Like you went over, shot a film with Megan Fox, like you're fucking 31. Like this should, we should be like celebrating these people. Nah. Nothing. Nah. Pauline Anson makes a cartoon. That's important. And that's, that's yeah, important. that's it. Australian media has always been weird to me. I don't know. Like it's like it's like how you guys talked about before about you know um, the second season of Regular Old Bogan. It was just like getting fucked around, and like that leaves a bad sort of look on the mainstream media. But it's there's there's so many things that you see. It's hard not to see Australians mainstream Australia's mainstream media is a bit fucked and like a bit like it's too old school as well. Like they haven't really adopted digital very well either. It doesn't seem like obviously Pauline no. Hanson's done a decent job um but i don't know it seems like it's a bit behind the times in a lot of ways as well it's it's completely dying it is completely dying and they're just so addicted because you know we are talking about season two now but only because the paul hansen cartoon fire up do you know what i mean so like it and it, it did get picked up by tubi um the the international streamer who do it for free like no one really watches tubi either it's the seven mate of the streaming services um but so we got picked up there. So that was the first step. And then they, you know, they were interested. And then the Pauline Hansen cartoons came out and then it was like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're our guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We remember them. Yeah, let's um, let's put a season two together, boys. Let's get put a season two together. Yeah. And, you know, that Animals one, 
um, we're sort of active, we're actively pitching that now and have some have some people interested. So it's it is just that um, I don't know. Once if someone says that they like you, and all of a sudden everyone likes you. Yeah, so that's why I'm surprised you didn't get more offers to suck dicks for minties because once you've done it once, then you know everyone's like everyone's like suck my dick. I'll give you a minty. Snowballs. And I'll pay you the minty. I'll give you the minty. That's how it sort of works. Should have been how it works. Never never seen another dick or a minty. In, in a long, long time. <laughs> no, but I think, I don't know, it's it's weird. Ah. I feel like I have never seen Australian media as like where I've wanted to go. Like that, my, my family's always been like, oh, I'll try and get into television, get a job at the ABC or go into radio. Oh, I'm like, no, fuck no. No, 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 no. No way in the world. I've never been interested. What you're doing right now is exactly what you need to be doing. Like you're doing it independently, you're growing it, it's yours. Look at, you know, like the big fella, uh, you know, upstarter, fucking young buck, Joe Rogan. I don't know if you've heard of no. him. He's doing a very good job. Like, and, you know, they've, recently some people have tried to come after him and, and they can't take him down. So, and if he was on television, he'd be doing a national apology. He'd be out on his ass. He'd be done. He'd, you know, he'd be paying bills all over the joint. He'd have a fucking staff of like PR, marketers, all these other people all screaming out for a job and trying to fix it. It'd be fucked, but because he does it independently. It's it's just the way it'll go, and um, so much better too. I've always hated like friends and stuff that would that would just think that oh, we need to get a grant. We can't do anything. We need we, we can't make a web series. We need to get a grant from the government, or we need a handout. It's like fuck that, man. Like you got to go do it yourself. Like that's the that's how you get it done. You got to go fail for a bit. That's the idea. Go fail for a while, and and uh, hopefully you keep failing upwards. That's the idea. And it, for a long time, you don't feel like you're getting anywhere, but you are going up the stairs one step at a time and um and i guess that sort of leads back to what i was saying before as well so we still we still know we've got a lot of stairs to climb before we actually make something that we're we're proud of or or something that we think subjectively good well that's it you got but you you have to fail to to get good you know what i mean like you have to just you know keep making bad shit um to get good um and i and i'm you gotta get the bad shit out of you no that's it you got it. You got you got heaps of bad ideas in you. You just need to get them out. Like make them all and be like, oh, okay, they were real shit. And then the good ones start to come eventually. We're still waiting, but they'll come. It's like a pot. Was it enough shit comes out, and then eventually it starts. It starts pouring clean water. Like <laughs> that's how it works. It's like we, a, yeah. it's an S bend. Welcome to the S bend. We, we can start okay. another podcast called the S bend, and we'll just talk about our worst videos. We can our do, worst We do do cringe fest on Patreon. We do do cringe which, fest, uh, which is great. All our old cringy videos. Um, but you've got to. I don't know. Well, we feel regular old Bogan was a failure, but we couldn't have done the current Pauline series had we have not learned how to do regular old Bogan and how to create a pipeline for animation. So you got to learn how to pick yourself up and dust yourself off. Of course, yeah. And we did that. We didn't think we were going to have to do that with Bogan. And then we did have to do that with Bogan. It was fucking hard. And I'm sure we're going to have to, even though we're saying it now in, you know, next May when we chat to you again, um, we're going to be talking about it. It's like, so after the Pauline dancing cartoon. Things fell apart. Things fell apart. Uh, we had to pick ourselves up. We had to dust ourselves off. I didn't realize not many people liked One Nation. Yeah. And, uh, couldn't get a job. <laughs> didn't realize that it was going to be didn't so polarizing. Didn't <laughs> um, was animation always the things you guys gravitated towards? Like, I know you guys did, like, live action stuff in the beginning, but was it, like, was animation, like, the thing? No. No. It, was, it purely came from, I think we told the story last time, we said left the camera on top of the car. And then we lost, you know, 12, grand, oh, yeah, yeah. 15 grand worth of camera equipment, right? So we had to turn to animation out of sheer necessity. And then when we got there as well, because whenever I was on camera, I'd want to play, I'd want to play chicks and, you know, other races. And I'd be wanting to do the voice for a seagull or a, a fucking animal or a kangaroo. We'd want to, I'd be, I'd be a wacky character. Seb, um, you know, took to animation really fast as well. Well, I wanted to, we filmed crazy things. Like, we wanted to film, like, a bunch of pubes talking or we wanted to film a Jesus Christ sketch. And it's like, if you're just a guy with a camera, it's like you can't, you need a budget to get those things across the line. Yeah. And, like, I guess when we're making films and stuff, if you wanted a car to explode, my immediate reaction would be, okay, so we need to get explosives and a car. Like, most people in film, they're just like, all right, how can we cheat this? How can we make it look like the car's exploding? Whereas we'd be like, nah, let's just make a fucking car explode because we wanted the illusion of high production value every time we did something. And we couldn't achieve that in film. Like we did a Nescafe um, sketch once where it was like, we wanted to make it look like a classic Nescafe ad, you know, where they're, they're all slamming down their red cups and they're stirring their coffees and it's a farmer getting up in the morning. 
and a, and a woman getting up with the kid in the arms and she's making herself a coffee. And then it was like me getting up, making a coffee, going out the back, taking it in, taking a sip and then going, oh, that's fucking gross. <laughs> like, oh, that's shit. Yes. Oh, fuck. And then just pouring it out on the plant. Um, and we wanted to do that, but we couldn't pull it off because the Nescafe ads are shot really nicely and we were trying to shoot it on a fucking yeah. iPhone. So whenever we tried to intersperse it with real footage from the ad, it didn't match up. It never looked like it. So we never released it. Um, and then that was when we knew that we couldn't achieve high production value in film. But in animation, it was a little bit more achievable because all it took was Sebi to work his ass off. I found that easier. So what did you, what, what did well, you no, do? It's Nothing? Like, Sit there? Do, do you funny voices? I just watch. I just watch. Voices, I just watch. I witness. I witness. I'm here. Moral support. You can do it, Sebi. That's all I do. Now Mark's working his no, ass off, though, so it's great. <laughs> he takes all the calls. He does all the meetings. I just get to sit behind a computer oh, listening to some tunes. Doing these ones, doing the silly voices. But no, it suits us really well, and it suits suits our partnership really well as well in terms of the way we, we work together because we do have, we you know, we have big goals and everything we try and do. We try and go silly places. We always try and push it, push it, push it. If you're doing that in film, that's going to cost you fucking half a million dollars, whereas you can achieve it relatively cheaply with animation, um, which... We like, and we like telling bigger stories, grander stories. You know, we want to be able to do a parody of June, uh, the movie, but you can't do that if you want to do it, you know, on live action or shoot it with an iPhone. It's going to cost you half a million bucks. So, but you can do that with animation, and we really like that. So, you can go to weird, wonderful, wacky places, and that suits us pretty well. Oh, it's good shit. Because, um, like, animation's always been, I've always gravitated towards that. I think it's just because I loved the South Parks. I loved all those old shitty adult swim shows, Space Ghost, Coast to Coast. Just that, I think it was the, the type of humor as well. And like, just like seeing smiling friends take off. And it's like, it's nothing special in terms of like, it's like, it, there's a lot of like great animation in it. There is. Um, I just I guess it makes it realistic for me. Like that's, if I have anything on my, like my bucket list, it's that. It's get like an, an animated series on television. No matter what network yeah. it is, if it's, if it's Tubi, if it's Stan, if it's, I don't know, whatever other streaming service comes out in the next 10 years. Like that's always been a goal for me. I think I like the, the writing style of like writing animation as well. Cause it's, you literally just have, you write yep. the script, you do the animatic, et cetera, et cetera. It's not like you have to plan this shot, et cetera, et cetera. My, what my fucking serious went off thinking I'm, yeah, you're right, man. And we used to, you know, we used to have this joke when, whenever you couldn't end a sketch properly, um, like it was a husband and wife arguing and it was something over something dumb. And then, then his fucking head explodes. I don't mm. know. And we used to have that joke all the time. You can actually achieve that in animation. Yeah. There was always a joke back in live action. You couldn't do it, but. Um, in animation, you could. So, where are you at? Are you writing? Uh, Last time we spoke, you were, you were writing. You were writing stuff. So, right, like right now, this is this is how things are going. Um, I've got a, I've got another series on YouTube that I'm working on, like a sort of you know written link. The guys at the the table, big YouTubers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've got a series that I'm sort of like working on that's like that. I've got like six episodes filmed, coming out bi-weekly. I just need to get content out that's coming out regularly. So that's going. I'm working on a Hamish and Andy sort of like Hamish and Andy, Australia, two Australian guys, just um, like um, documentary sort of style. Banter. I guess just banter. And that's what it is. And I've, you know, the first video, one of the first videos I'm working on is um, becoming the next big YouTube boxer. Obviously the, the, the Paul brothers stuff's going big. I just want to like spar with some mates and then like um, end great. up like, you know, challenging some other big YouTuber, blah, blah, blah. But doing it in that sort of like Hamish and Andy style, that just sort of comedy style. And then, um, and I'm working on some scripts on the side. I would like to, you know, get a series pitched to a network. Obviously that's something that's down the line, unless I can get somebody to, you know, help me out, you know, pitch it with somebody, something like that. I'm just sort of working it out. See how that goes. I've got scripts for days and I can, script writing is something that I, I love to do. I've got like hundreds of scripts sitting in a, in a Dropbox folder somewhere deep, deep in there. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's it's there. I'd love it to happen. I just need to, you know, talk to the right guys, get it going, I think. Right, you're fucking looking right at him. Here's your production partner right here. What are Where? you? Shoot us over the script. Yeah, good idea. Right hard to find, man. Like, they're, they're valuable. I will take your mm. ideas 
and we'll sell. We'll sell the fuck out of right. money. You're about to say we'll we, make all the money. Are we yeah, really? I'll take all of your we'll ideas and exploit you. <laughs> we'll fuck you yeah. so hard. Give me access to this Dropbox. We're so starved of content. Give are we going to be the next Rick and Morty? Is that it? We, we could. could be. We could, right? Either Justin Roiland or the Dan Harmon. What do you see? Oh, I see it, uh, I, uh, probably the, the Dan Harmon. I know what? how to write a story. I can't do funny voices. Um, no. Yeah. You need the see, I see. I see you quite wacky. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit wacky. I'm a wacky guy. I reckon you're. I reckon you're. <laughs> this fucking voice. You're a wacky guy. You know. I've got, yeah. I see you as the Justin Roiland of the of the duo here. For oh, you're, sure. You're too kind. Of the partnership. No. Of yeah. Of the 100%. partnership. No. We should be doing it. We should be doing it. We should, we should be, yeah, we should be sharing ideas. Like we're, yeah, we're not, we're, you know, we'll take ideas for anyone. Okay. Well, I'll, 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 no, I'm joking. We'll work. Yeah, we'll, we'd love to work with you. Oh, guys. We, we get along really that, that's well. That's good. So let's get, let's get some I'll shit going. I'll get some going. shit going. We'll... Yeah, we're all about rising, was it rising tide lifts all boats, that's mate. You're full of it today, it. aren't you? You don't see enough of it. <laughs> yeah. There, there was the potatoes. Hey, wisdom. This is him every potatoes day. Potatoes in here, mashed, mashed potato comes out. I can't remember exactly what it was, but. It was, yeah, it was That's exactly it. what it was. But I don't know. I think that pill that I took earlier is really kicking yeah, in right tell. now. Um, that line of dust but, you put up your nose. I love you, man. I just love you. That's all it is. I've met you twice, but I fucking love you, bro. I, I, I love you too, Mark. Very much. Oh, wow. Is this how we're, is this seriously how we're ending my podcast? The On We Talk podcast right now? I think so. Yeah. I will suck your dick that, for a minty. That is a promise. That, that, that is terrible. And I will take your ideas and. Uh, and we will manipulate them in some way to, to, to exploit them commercially. Are we done, Mark? Is that it? You good? Is there any, anything you guys want to promote at all for whoever's listening, the 10 people? Uh, but when you hit the ballot box on election day, guys. Oh, God. Follow us on Twitter. We need more of a follow. Is it just Stepmates? At Stepmates? At, ste- at Stepmates. Yeah. yeah. At Stepmates. At Stepmates. Propaganda. That's we make Australia's do. most entertaining propaganda. Get around us. If you're looking to make propaganda, please give us a call. 1-300-69-69-11 is our number. Uh, it actually is. You can call it. We is picked it really? the number. Um, yeah. 1-300-69-11. Call it right now. Put it, no, call it right now and oh, put it on can speaker. You, yeah. Yeah. Call it right now and put it on speaker and listen to our what excellent. Is it? Is it, are, are, we, are we being legit? Service. Is it really? I'm yeah. being legit. One three hundred six nine six nine eleven. Okay, wait, wait. One three hundred. Like September. Six nine eleven. Okay, we're calling. We're calling yeah. right now. Sixty nine, sixty nine. Legs eleven. That's the Stepmate Studios hotline. That should go straight to voicemail. I'd assume. Zero six. Is that right? Five three five. One, no, that's not right. 1-300-6969. Wait, did I do it right? I did, didn't I? This is bad. Is it 1-800? No, no, no. It's 1-300. 1-300-6969. Oh, I put 69. No, 69-69-11. Are, are you guys running? My, this this, this, this is sort of in a good needs to be plugged in. <laughs> Does it not work? Zero. Oh my oh, no. god! That's bad moment. I'm furious. I'm furious. We have the best fucking voicemail you've ever fucking how many, heard. How many I people? So upset how many people have you told? Oi, you should ring this number. It's got like the the best. I've got it. Here. And then like they've got. Yeah, can we play it for you? Can we actually? This play- is this is what it's supposed mm-hmm. to sound like. Welcome. The Stepmate Studio, Australia's most prolific animation studio for entertainment and enterprise. Our team is busy making our clients' dreams come true. Please leave your name and number, and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. <laughs> to hire a guy to do that. That's so good. We paid you money. paid money for that. Actual money. We paid yeah. money for that. He's a convicted pedophile. Oh, really? He's about <laughs> 65 years old, but he smokes a lot of cigars, lots of whiskey, and he did our voicemail service, and it was it was it was really good up until we got. Obviously, you didn't pay the bills. And it was real cheap. It was just a couple of minties. You know what it might be? Because we do it through a mobile phone. I reckon the mobile phone needs to be plugged in. It might which, need to be plugged in. Thank you. We're learning things about yeah, our own business on this go. podcast. This is the NWE effect. I tell you what, in 12 months' time, we're going to have a win. How, how do you say that, Seb? Say it again. How many calls have we How many calls have we missed? NWE? I don't know. On NWE. On NWE. It's French. It's French. It's French for yeah. boredom. It's French. Boredom. 
It's French for <laughs> it's yeah, it actually is. Yeah. Is it actually? Because that, that, that's, that's, that's how I started all this, out of boredom. Get it? Yeah. It's pretty smart, I think. I mean, Nike wasn't clever. Nike until it was Nike, you know? Um, that's right. And I still call it Nike. Really? So Do you, do you say, a, well, do you say Adidas so. or Adidas? No, fuck that. Anyone that says Adidas can get I, get, I guess I can get yeah, fucked yeah, then. <laughs> so on our podcast last week as well, we actually, I've sparked a real debate. Our inbox has been mm. flowing over Palmer versus Palmy. It's, 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 it's Palmy. Ooh. Stop it! It's a Victorian thing, isn't it? It's a Victorian it. thing. No, it's no, a di- no, 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 it's a, it's a dirty Victorian thing. No, it's a it's a non-sex no. offender thing. I reckon if you're saying if you're saying palmy, you're a sex offender. It, I think it's the only way to not. I think that's what they'll do in court. That'll be the only test. Do you say parmigiana? Parmigiana? You don't say parmigiana, do you? You say parmigiana. I don't ever say parmigiana when I can say palmy. Obviously, no, you say palma. It's, it's a Palmy. Mrs. Palmer and her five daughters. It's a Palmer. Mrs. Palmer. If you have Palmer. a friend called McDonald, do you call him Macca or do you call him Mackie? There's the fucking silver bullet on Palmy. Ma- do you call it Maccas or Mackie? I call it Maccas. Yes. It's like or Mickey right. D's. With it. Uh, Mickey yeah, Days is a, is, a, is a bit of a caveat there, but like I don't, I don't know if I don't know if it works. I think I think we need to I think we need to have a referendum on it. And I'm 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 honestly I'm pitching Pauline right now on whether we can get this on the floor of Parliament because it's it's tearing our nation apart on whether we call it Palmer or Palmy. Because where are you, New South Wales yeah, now? Where, New South Wales. Still New just, South Wales. Yeah. Okay. So is it a New South Wales thing? I thought it was a South Australian no, only thing. South, Palmer. South, Wales. South Wales. I thought it was a Queen, is it a Queensland thing as well? I th- I've heard palming from everybody I've known, ever. Have you never <laughs> heard Palmer? No, unless I'm talking to like convicted sex offenders. No, it's not <laughs> true. All my life, I have heard it being really? called Palmer. All my life, yeah. I, I, I do not understand. It is ripping our nation. You must be hanging out. You must be hanging out with like a lot of disabled people, if that's all. Possibly. <laughs> you do yeah. do that. I do do that. that. Can we do that? We do it together. Um, well, maybe we need to just change the fucking vowel at the end. Like maybe we just need to say it's not palm A. Maybe we should be focusing palm on journey. on the real, the real the real things going on in the world, like climate change, and. You know that that show that Gwyneth Paltrow has on Netflix. We need to figure out like we need to get that off. What's it called? Have you seen it? Goop, and she talks about like female the female body and female products and shit on Netflix. Have you seen it? I don't know. No, Goop. Goop. It's really. Is she the one that she she sold her scent? I think she did her puss her pussy scent. Yeah, it was a candle. That's right. It was a pussy candle. Pussy Um, candle. No, but you're right. I think there are probably bigger issues like telecommunications. Yes. I'm pretty flat on the tele and the big telco at the moment for no. not not uh... vaccine mandates. That's another one. That's a I thought it was a myth. Issue. Isn't the vaccine a myth? Isn't COVID a myth? That's what I heard. COVID, no, COVID's a myth. The vaccine's Bill Gates. Tell me about this, Addy. Have you had your no? Booster? I haven't. I need to organise it. In Mudgee, there hasn't. There was like this like one day window that you could do it, and it all got booked out. And I'm waiting for the. Uh, do you know. me a favour. Don't. Get the booster. What? Mark's pro-vax, anti-booster. Really? I had no problems mm. with the first two. Mm. Happy to do it. Didn't have much reaction. The third one, every single person I know has had a bad reaction yeah. to it, hasn't had a good time, regrets it horribly. In fact, one of our, one of our fucking employees has ended up with fucking a heart inflammation thing going on. He's been out for two weeks. It's affecting my bottom line. I'm not anti-vax. I am very anti-booster. Have you said this on your own podcast or are you just going to do it on mine? I, I, no, I, I say yeah, it at the start is, of every podcast. This is, yeah, it does. We call it the anti-booster podcast now. And I, it's a movement. I Honestly, I think I, I, I truly believe. I don't know what they put in this third one, but it's this an extra microchip or something. But something doesn't work with this microchip in my body, in anyone's body. This I don't how, think. I've how, done my research. This is how Joe Rogan yeah, it was. Canceled, by the way. It was. Maybe. This Could maybe. this cancel the on, on we Wii? You've done it. Took your fucking, took your fucking year, cunt. It takes me a year. <laughs> it takes me a year. Because I thought of just on Wii, like I've got to 
we on something. Yeah, switch on. it around. You know that what's that you know that song that goes oh, yeah, oh, yeah. it was like a big dance song in like two thousand three. That's the Is it? Lion no. No, I, when you just say it, you know how when it's like, oh, have you heard that song that goes like this? It's like, no, I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. have any, yeah. But I... Uh, it's what Shazam for. Do people use, still use Shazam? Yeah, Doesn't, Shazam. I, think the, the, I know the Android phones have a built-in, how you can like go to Google. Yeah, and you oh, can go really? to Google and it'll like, it'll listen to like what's playing and then identify. It'll be like, oh, this is a 68% match. That's how I figured out. There was a song that like, I just remember like waking up at like the middle of the night. And I remember like, da, 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 And no, it's not a Beach Boys song. It's some Australian one hit wonder from like, I think it was 1978. I thought it was Panic at the Disco or Fall Out Boy, but I was completely wrong. But it was just. No, that's that's super old. Well, that's a Harvey. Is it like Harvey Norman? That's it. It's a song. Yeah, that's it. I just remember like Dad Dad playing it before he left. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. All right, yeah, that, yeah, that was. I reckon that was on an yeah. ad. I think it was. Uh, it wasn't on an ad. It's like uh, the Good Guys or something. Nah, yeah, Good Guys is always. Yeah, good. Yeah, the no, good, no, good, good, good Guys. That's Good Guys. We'll pay cash and we'll fuck it off tonight. No, 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 Yeah, I was actually. I did the. I did the yeah, voice on the ad actually, for many years. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. That's why I still work McDonald's. I think you were the you were the carpet carpet court gesture. I was actually. I've I've actually been in every. So. I've had a spot in every single Australian ad since 1998, I think it was, when I was two years old. Petters No Ball, that, that was, was you as well. Yep. I remember that. You're the, the milk yep. chick, the full cream yep. extra dollop. Yep. yep. I remember that. The Daily Juice Company, Correct. or whatever it was. You were fucking in the back of the fucking truck, fucking squeezing yep. the oranges. I remember that. Um, what else have we got? The, the fucking Jelly Chick, Aeroplane Jelly. I remember That's you doing too. that one back when you were, uh, back when you were just That's a little right. girl. Uh, I remember that one very clearly. It was a great voice. Uh, great the Jewel Ox dog. That I remember was me. that one. First dog roll. That was that was a very, very convincing roll as well. I must say, Louis the Fly. You were fucking I great was, as uh, Louis the Fly. I've got to say, I'm, I'm still getting the royalties oh. for that. It's crazy. So just rocking in. Unbelievable! All the Baker's Delight stuff. I, I, we could go cool. on and on about your. About your Australian <laughs> and and yeah, that's it. CV. We could run through the whole whole adography. But, I mean, uh, and, and you put out one day. racist tweet and your commercial career just goes away, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe, no, well done, mate. Maybe we'll save that for the Patreon podcast. I hear we're doing an extra Patreon podcast. Jump on the Patreon Let's now, do it. Huh? Let's do it, boys. Um, sign up to the Patreon. Onwe.plus. I bought the domain. It's awesome. Um, we're going to have Mark and Seth there. We're going to talk about stuff that we didn't talk about now. We, if Look, guys... We're gonna, we're gonna go, go deep. deep. I want to grill you on McDonald's. Really? I want to hear the dirt on. on I've got some questions about McDonald's. We're gonna go deep into the chicken Big Mac. We're gonna go you, into these you, new chicken nuggets, and I'm hearing a lot about these new Valentine's Day boxes. We want it all. We want the juice. We want the guys. I know that your boss probably listens to this one, but I think he's too cheap to pay for the Patreon. So this is where we're gonna get the real gossip. I appreciate you waiting. And honestly, yeah, it's good. You've been interviewing us for yeah. the last hour. Let's interview you. We haven't even scratched the surface yet. We have got some. We got some horrible, disgusting things to tell you. How much is your Patreon? Five dollars Australian dollars. Dollar. It's that's good. Five that's pretty good. I think. Bucks. That's pretty good. You do a podcast every week. week. Every week for like the last four years. Says a little for the Patreon. No. For the Patreon yeah. as well. Yeah. What? You can't do that. That's too much value for five dollars a month. Every week I give out a free podcast and early access to the main podcast. Oh well, fuck. Jesus Christ. If you don't want signing up for your Patreon, they must be fucking stupid. Ha- they're throwing they're throwing it's too much value, mate. You're giving I've got, it away. I put behind the scenes and that is where there as well. Actually, that's a lot of content actually. That's crazy, isn't it? Actually. Early access. <laughs> mate, it's commercially irresponsible. Yeah. What are you doing? Okay, okay, look, okay, look. We're gonna you're gonna okay, have to judge okay, some okay, more. We'll discuss this more. On the On We Talk Extra podcast on onwe.plus, Patreon slash patreon.com slash onwe or onwe.plus, whatever you feel. Mark, Seb, I'll see you in there, okay? You ready? We're, Thanks, we're, Legend. No Thanks. worries. Appreciate it. You good cunts that support him on Patreon, get down there. We're going to give you some juice of gossip. That's gonna, right. We need to go deep. We're going deep. We're going to suck each other's dicks for minties. It's going to be great. Get in there. It's valuable. Is that, you're fucking serious. Bring up the <laughs> 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 <laughs>